This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the Radio and Garage Logic podcast. I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar coated advice. Give Josh a call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Ricey is a paid in Patrick Royce, let's start with this on Unchained Super Bowl 58. Your thoughts? It, uh, I was saying this uh, to everybody yesterday. It's the magic of the NFL, right? Terrible game for three quarters, boring as hell, bad mistakes. San Francisco should have been two touchdowns ahead minimum, and uh, they screwed around, and then all of a sudden, when it's over, this is one of the greatest football games ever played, the longest super, the longest Super Bowl ever, and uh, you got to see the best player in the league make a play to win the uh, win the game, and it's uh, it was fabulous. And uh, Mahomes uh, just don't let him have the ball last. That's the uh, that's the secret there. They couldn't do. They were completely helpless the first half, just awful. Oh, terrible. And and. Uh, and they were helpless for a while, and until the guy dropped the punt at the eleven yard, or the punt hit the guy in the foot yep. at the eleven yard line, they did nothing. Is there any chance they win the game if that doesn't happen? I don't think so. I think San Francisco was dominating them, and then you know uh, Shanahan kind of panicked. Stopped, you know they got they stopped them with the running running game a couple of times, and he didn't do it for about a quarter. He didn't Why? try to run it again. I don't I didn't know. Get they were, that. They were running. I mean, McCaffrey was fantastic. The early fumble hurt, obviously, but uh, you know he was running like a, you know, maniac. God, he's good. And uh, and uh, and then they kind of got away from it and wanted Purdy to make more plays. And you know, the other thing is, is Chris Jones. You watch him play, and he, you know, okay, he doesn't do anything. He does something. He's around, but he, and then all of a sudden, 
he makes about three plays that win the game. And that yep. was again last night. He did that again. Uh, I mean, it, it, he, uh, you know, he got Purdy, uh, rushed Purdy, made it impossible for Purdy to com- convert on that third down. And then, then Mahomes gets the ball back three points behind. You're in trouble. God, that was a cute, that was a nice play down on the goal line, wasn't it? What the design? They, the 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 design of it that yep. they don't the guy I think I'd seen it before I think they'd done that before right Philadelphia Super Bowl last year was same play same was play. it the same player was it Hardman too no was, no some, uh, it was a different player but yeah one of their other guys you just I think they call just, it corn dog you just run like hell to the left yep and get and then the great thing about it I thought was when you looked at Mahomes. His, his eyes are kind of going left, right? Yep. He's kind of looking uh, <laughs> like over the middle, but he didn't over-dramatize. I think some guys like would over-dramatize that and, and give you a hint, okay, he's trying to do something to He's trying to fake us out here. But he just kind of, you know, like sneaks that peak over there just enough to get him to move. And then the guy turns around. And the other thing about it is, you get down there at the three, and you don't you don't spend you know twenty seconds trying to figure out what you're going to do. You know what you're going to do, right? You know what you're going to do, and you go quick, and the game's over. While there's how, you, how they let him get down to the three yard line, and then boom. I mean, TV was the TV guys. Romo was still talking, of course, and and, and the. Touchdown was scored. You know, the touchdown was scored. And those guys were still trying to explain the the play that they took them down to the three-yard line, and boom, the touchdown. Yep. All game's over. So, uh, yeah, it was the fact that they won with this club is uh, a little frightening because uh, you would think the cap's going to go up and that they're going to be able to, uh, you know, Pat, Patrick's locked in at what he's making, right? So, they might have you're thinking they might have a little more cap room next year than they have this year and uh and if they do you know but that defense maybe. though pat you're yeah they gotten good you've talked about that and that's got draft picks on it that's the thing yeah. is it's a young defense they've the, drafted well the cornerbacks are like mcduffie and uh sneed yep. sneed will make a dumb play every once in a while but he did it again yesterday but uh that mcduffie's a monster he's He's great, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, as I said, it was three quarters, three quarters, I said, I, I feel like I'm watching Iowa and the Gophers in, in, in this year, you know, waiting for the, waiting to see if the replay guy makes the big call of the game or the something. The punter ball. All of, a, all of a sudden, it turns into a, you know, a memorable football game, to uh, say the least. It's uh, the secret of the NFL, to say the least. Uh, but Patrick, uh, it, what? So they, you know, they they stink in the first half, basically, right? So yep. what happens in there? Do, do he and he and Reed go in a room and figure out what the hell's going on, and uh, and then they start moving the ball a little. Well, but I, I, but he I, threw the pick, I think, yeah. on the first possession of the third quarter, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. like they were still. I I do think though that when you take that long at at halftime, if you're the, the team, San oh, sure. in this case, with momentum, it yeah. kills your momentum. Oh God, oh my, yeah, it's thirty five minutes. You know, it's at least right thirty five yes. minutes. 
At least. It's unbelievable. And, uh, and, and, and I want to talk about the halftime show. I couldn't hear the guy. We need a lot of microphones. I couldn't hear the guy. I His mean, mic in particular, there was something yeah, wrong, there, I thought. There's something wrong with it. I couldn't hear the guy. I don't know anything about him, but, uh, you know, he looked like he could dance and stuff. He was jumping around. I had to watch the halftime show, actually. I don't watch it very often, but I was watching in the game with uh, uh, the bride. And uh, and so we, first time, a long time, I looked at, I watched all the commercials and, uh, but it was entertaining watching it with the bride because <laughs> I, I realized she had small knowledge of football. I didn't realize she had none. <laughs> she couldn't, you know, the, the concept of first downs was completely new to her that you, you know, you kept the ball if you made 10 yards, but the best, I, I shouldn't say this, but I tweeted it out was she asked me in the middle of the fourth quarter, how come that guy from San Francisco keeps looking at that magazine? Because <laughs> you know, he was bored too. <laughs> huh? Because he yeah. was bored too. Kyle yeah. Shannon's like, this game he sucks. Was, he kept looking down at, this, at his play sheet. And uh, she said, why does he keep looking at that magazine? So, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's a little late. I don't think we're going to turn it into a football fan. So it was, it was great though. And, uh, and, you know, Kelsey's another guy who doesn't do anything for about three quarters, and then all of a sudden they can't cover him. What's going on? I don't how about it. that thing with Reed in, what, the first half where he accosted yeah, him? I think he came on. I think he came over there a little hard, uh, harder than he intended to, don't you? But he was screaming at him because he doesn't, you know, the guy that came in for him allowed the sack, right? Uh, yes, he? I think he did screw up. And he's saying, don't take me out. But yep. then every time he caught a pass, they took him out, yeah. you know, and he'd be on the sideline. But, uh, you know, all of a sudden he shows up and catching five, six passes the fourth quarter. It was, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're getting spoiled in Kansas City. Oh, God. Very similar market to what we have, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. we're, we're a little larger than them. Uh, it's uh, kind of a... Uh, Kind of sad to see uh, a, a team that, that. How about our guy uh, Valdez Scantling? Uh, did you like that play when he uh, when he had a nice little five yard gain and turned it into an eight yard loss? What the? Oh, hell? what is it going backwards? What the yeah. hell was that? <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. A dummy. Oh, Mahomes was like Mahomes did the two hands of the helmet thing. Like, what are you doing? And I don't know what he thought he was gonna like cut back and get around yeah, those. I mean, yeah, he was Bowser. toast. Yes, he was. There were like five guys there. You know what was interesting is Chase Young was a monster in the first half. You know, they brought in Chase Young and they brought in Randy Gregory, both of them, and they got in on the, you know, the they improved that team. They this was their shot, baby. They took their shot and uh, didn't work. Didn't work. What's your uh, bottom line on Purdy? Uh, as far as quarterback goes, do you think you can win with him? Or is, uh, I think so, but here's here's the, here's my thing now. Mahomes has perfected this so much. Who's going to beat him in the next couple of years? I mean, eventually he's going to decline, but it's not going to be soon. So, like, I think Purdy. I I thought he played far from a perfect game, but he wasn't. He didn't throw it away. No. Now, so, so like if if Shanahan got you know take your pick, Kirk Cousins, yeah. I don't think he's beaten the Chiefs. 
No, no, it would have been a similar performance. Yeah, similar so, performance. Maybe not. Maybe not as good. I mean, this guy's so it. good, Pat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the other thing is uh, this was as, this is probably as tough a road as they're going to have. They had to win at Buffalo and at yep. Baltimore for goodness' yep. sake, and they had to play a team that's the most talented team in the in the in the NFL by far, and beat them in the. You know, I mean, they were they were out matched for dang near the entire first half. They were overmatched physically. Now that, as we said, though, dropping that punt at the, or screwing up that but punt. You're, but you're right. Back. They they should have been up by about 17. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. 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 They they let it get away from them. The, the fumble by McCaffrey and then uh, mm-hmm. the other one. But the you know who didn't do anything for uh, Kansas City a little bit at the end was the little running back who'd been so good. He had to fumble down there and they, they hit the 59 yard pass and then he fumbled. So, oh, yeah, it was, a, it was an ugly first half. To say the least, ugly first three quarters. You know what though you you got your your wish. The officials did not try to influence the game nearly as much as they could. No, no, no. This they this guy uh, Vinovich is it? I yep. I kind of like him. He kind of calls what he has to call. You know, they call what they have to call, and uh, that's probably the reason he was working the game too, instead of having. Some guy who throws 22 flags hockey without mentioning his name. Yeah. The, this guy is, he's got, you know, these, this, now this isn't, they, this is an all-star crew, right? This right. Is not, it's not but, his crew. But the referee through the league has to be giving him the instructions. Fellas. Uh, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't think there was any egregious stuff that they didn't call either did you they managed to walk the line there were probably a couple of plays but it wasn't it wasn't egregious the close yeah. one was the kelsey is what was the fourth quarter pass late in the fourth quarter from Mahomes to kelsey and you could see on the replay that the defender sort of yanked him and mm-hmm. they didn't throw a flag which was good but i noticed cbs didn't talk about it really i oh. think we had i think we had two edicts thrown down by Goodell. One was, do not influence this game, so don't be throwing yeah. flags. All and over the, the place. And the yeah. second one was, I think they told CBS, talk as little about officiating yeah. as possible. Because I noticed that Nance and Romo did not, like, they steered clear uh-huh. of a lot of things. And uh, was there, uh, who who had the, who was doing the official, who's their official guy, the guy that Gene Steratore. Uh, yeah, and he does football and mm-hmm. and basketball. He did at one time said he thought they got the a call wrong. Yeah, he, he said it very gently. But yes. there weren't. I mean, there weren't a lot of call. I mean, it was a. It was. A, I would say it was just the way I like a game officiated. Yeah, I agree completely. Yes. Yeah. After a year when these guys have been dominating the games for uh, goodness' sake, so. that's the genius, though, Pat. This this league, right? They know if there's been a dominant officiating problem, if you don't have it come up in the Super Bowl, you're fine. Just like the the game here, when they decided the catch rule, we're going to decide most things are a catch now. And we went from a year of bitching and moaning about the catch rule to, hey, that was a great game. Anytime a ball wobbled, it was an incomplete. Yes. Yes. Here's the, uh, 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 you know, another thought I had is that – they, uh, you know, just this, I, I'd forgotten completely that 
they also fixed the overtime in in the in the playoffs. I've forgotten that this, you know, every time. But here's the other deal. Everybody's I saw people still taking Goodell was asked about it at the Friday press conference, the Peacock thing. And then uh, they were, you know, there was people sending out uh, all kinds of stuff on Twitter, ripping them. And the NFL, they're just rioted out. And within a couple of years, half the playoff games are going to be on streaming. Now you have one of them's going to be on yes. Amazon, and the other one's going to be on Apple, and the other yes. one's going to be on Peacock. And you're going to, you're going to just have to take it. They're not, they just, oh, yeah, Rogers says, yes, that's, uh, you know, that's unfortunate and blah, blah, blah. And we'll talk to our partners about that. Don't worry. You know, hey, dummy, I might not be around with it, but eight years from now, you're going to have to, you know, own Amazon to, you know, to, or somebody. You're going to, you're not going to watch it over the air, probably. And Prime has, has a playoff game next yeah. season. It was just announced in the last couple of days. Yeah, this well, this whole thing of of trying to stop progress. Yes, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. No, and uh, and if the if the fact of the matter is, the people complaining are sixty and above. You know, the, the youth of America doesn't care. They, you know, they, they know they they watch it on their phone. They don't care. Yep. You know, so uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, but it is. It's funny. Oh, boy, we're going to ask him about Peacock, and he's going to be sheepish and say we may never do that again. No, they're just going to, you know, they're, they're going to, instead of Ziggy making $250 million a year, uh, putting in his pocket, he'll be making $300 a million a year about a yep. year or two. It just keeps getting more and more and more. They're, uh, they're the smartest guys in the room. It's unbelievable. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. They, they embrace progress too, which is something that our friends in baseball do not yes, do. They trying. got no clue. No, the uh, the uh, poor twins had to go back with their tails between their legs and take another ballet uh, year because they couldn't find any other partner. I just read their release on it. There are some streaming options out there in the hinterlands to watch the game, and they're they're trying to act like it's going to be easier for people that uh, don't have ballet that that you know that. Like Dish TV is, if you, it's, they're not on Dish TV. They are on Direct TV, but uh, but satellite TV is not the not the golden egg anymore. It's obviously no. uh, streaming, and they're they're trying to the release they just sent out as all these streaming options mentioned, and including the ballet option, which it really would be a good option if it worked but it, uh, unfortunately it doesn't work so uh that's about half the time it doesn't work right so but they ended up having to go back to after making all the promises uh i know we have no idea well, how much they're getting either right the, the, no they won't say no no they were it's like a 20 percent cut but i mean we we don't know is what that all that, it is is that all it that is constitutes is cut? yeah it's 15 to 20 and it's more like 20 percent okay yeah so that's 
40 some million. So, but they still need a, a plan eventually here. Like this isn't going to work forever. No, well, supposedly they're going to, Goodell, want, not Goodell, uh, Manford wants to yeah. have them all go through MLB. So, yep. I mean, and then make it. So if I get the MLB package, I can watch everybody. Is that what the, that's, that's the, goal. What the plan is eventually is I can watch any game I want. Yes. I mean, they got a lot. They can offer you a lot of inventory if you're a baseball fan. If you you pay them fifty bucks a month and you get everybody, that wouldn't be too bad, would it? No, I'd do that. I'd do that. So. But they've got to come up with a plan that that you know yes. works. And plus, the well, the, here's the other thing: is they got the Yankees are getting right. The Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Dodgers are telling to buzz off. Yeah, right, because they're making too much money. So, yeah, it would. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like they have a solution. Our fighting twinks, though, I was glad to see you over the weekend. We brought in another old relief pitcher. What's the deal here? I, uh, I, I've only been over there a couple of times since I got here because the people just started showing in. But uh, the, uh, uh, you know, they need starters, and they brought in like eight relievers since uh, since this, and all these guys have claimed, and they they haven't announced their. Uh, spring training invitees yet because they're looking to see who of all those guys they they brought in they claimed and then they cut and uh, they're trying to see if those guys pass through waivers so they can uh, okay Bubba Thompson invite Bubba Thompson and that chubby uh, Mexican fella Durante or whatever his name is and there's about four of those guys I don't think they're going to bring Belazovic back, though, either way, even if he didn't get claimed. They didn't know yesterday if he got claimed. I haven't checked today. so He pissed him off. Good, huh? Yeah, he did. Starting well, with he, that fight he got in or whatever. Well, yeah, he got, fight, he got in a fight. It broke his jaw at, what, 2.30 in the morning downtown Fort Myers or something. And I don't know. I thought he threw okay. They, they gave him another shot. But uh, I they, these other guys, they like better, so. It's, uh, but they, their bullpen's fine if everybody's healthy. If there's the starting pitching, there's a, is the crisis here. Because, yeah. Well, yeah, because they got Paddock's. Okay. He's going to be your third starter. He's going to throw 120 innings if you're lucky, right? He hasn't pitched forever. And, uh, you know, Joe Ryan was, he, uh, he kind of leveled off last year. And, uh, you know, you got a lot, you got Pablo and, a bunch of guys, and uh, it, it, we'll see. I know? think we're going to see a March move, Patrick. Do you still? I yeah. think we're going to see a March move, yeah. Now that they know how much money they have, and they're not taking that big a hit, maybe they can uh, Maybe they can find themselves a $10 million pitcher somewhere. They're going to they, – I think they'd love to try I, – I think they'd still trade Kepler for a pitcher if they could do that. Uh, although – then if you do that, if you trade Kepler, then it's both Walner and Larnick have to be right. able to play in the big leagues. And right. that could add some serious striking out to the operation. <laughs> Although Kepler, oh, he'll give you strikeouts too. So, Yeah, well, well, which which Max, if you're trading the opening day to June 30th, Max, I'm fine with that. The yeah. guy from July 1st on was great. Yeah, that was, uh, it, it, it looked like a completely different player. And I don't know what, I don't know what, which was flipped, but uh, it was, uh, he, he looked for three months. He looked like the player you thought you were going to see five yeah. years ago. And, you know, he had, he had three and a half straight bad years though. You know? I know that that's it what was, I'm saying. It was weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I just don't. You know, he's a free agent. They'd probably like him. They they're not gonna unless he goes and rips it up, and I don't think he will. Uh, or if he even even then, I I don't think they're gonna pay him. So they probably would still like to trade him and take their chances with their other left-handed uh, hitting outfielders. We'll see. Larnick is. You know, I still like him. I kind of like him, but he gets in those strikeout modes, man. He's, uh, he can, you know, he can get a lot of home runs. He's, he's not as bad as Joey Gallo, but he's, uh, he's well, if you are a bit in that class. Yes, that's true. How about that? I was in a conversation with somebody about baseball though. And, uh, the, the, this guy gets driven crazy by the, uh, new, uh, home run, uh, theory. And, uh, Joey get another job is what, it amazes me. We've talked about it, but he had 160 two years ago with strikeouts in 40% of his plate appearances, not his at bats, 40% of his plate appearances. Last year, he hit 177 with strikeouts in 43% of his plate appearances. And he's got a job in Washington, which is basically rebuilding. They're re- what, are you, what is, what is, they, they think Joey's going to be set a good example for all these young players they have. Uh, ah, go up there and strike out. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the comparison that I saw a year ago was to Schwarber, but Schwarber's so much better than this oh, guy. Oh God. Is. Yes. Plus Schwarber. Yeah. Right. He's like, a, like he'll hit one ninety, but he does a 10 other things. It's a different one ninety. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's a, it's a 500 and well, it's a 650 or 700 plate appearance thing because he walks so much. I mean, Joey gets some walks, but Schwarber, right. Schwarber walks a hundred times, you know, and, uh, and he, uh, when he gets hot, he's hitting two a day, you know, and, and gigantic. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a, he is though, he is the, he is the poster boy for the perfect modern ball player, Kyle yes. Schwerber. One, don't look at his average, just analytics at, darling. Yes, yes, he is. So anyway, yeah, it'll be, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, see what's going on here this week, but yeah, I'm sure that they're, uh, I'm sure that they're still trying to make they they know they need another starter. They they definitely know that. Yeah, and I and plus I I mean they they the division's still not good, but they do look like like they could be a contender, like a legit one mm-hmm. with consistency, with health, which concerns me because I I told Phil this. What concerns me is this. Buxton, Lewis and Kirilov all have in- injury histories. Mm-hmm. And if it was just Buxton, I'd say, okay, that's that sucks, yeah. but it's fine. But when you've got three guys who are that important and you're banking on, on them staying healthy, which you basically have to do, that to me is the biggest preseason concern. Yeah, there's uh you you're you're correct. I mean Lewis has got to stay healthy. You're uh you know, you're you're absolutely out of luck if he doesn't. Yep. Uh and uh you know I Kirilov is, I I think one reason they got Santana is because they're not sure about him, but we'll see. We'll see because he's, I think he's a, you know, I think a really promising career as a hitter got ruined by that wrist and it's unfortunate. So 
because he could hit, man. He had a oh, okay. he great had a swing. Big, he had a big league swing, man. He had that a gorgeous swing. swing. Gorgeous. He swing. had a Mauer swing with more power. Yeah, and, uh, it true. Was, true. It was. It was. So hey, hey, uh, t- tell me about your favorite place to get an automobile, Patrick Royce. Uh, Jim Paul and Brett Paul's Valley Group of VGM dealers, Hastings and Apple Valley. My guys at Apple Valley. I looked at the website today. We yep. got a lot of those 0.9% financing on these vehicles. They got 120 vehicles on the lot in Apple Valley. I, uh, the inventory of uh, new cars. You know what I saw that uh, they had on their advertisement? A Hummer EV. You got to be a... Now, I'm not thinking I'm a Hummer guy, and I'm not sure I'm an EV guy, but if you want something exotic, how about a Hummer EV, electrically run Hummer? That was... If I'm a young athlete making a lot of money, and remember when all the young athletes wanted Hummers? Oh, yeah. Now you're going to get a Hummer that's EV that's... A Hummer that is is friendly to the environment. Is there anything better than that? Now, you know, it's not, it's a little pricey. I, I saw some of the prices for it. It's a little pricey, but if, if you uh, if you want to be the, the cutting edge guy in the neighborhood, a Hummer EV, but many other vehicles, lots of uh, SUVs out there and uh as I say, 0.9% interest rate on a lot of these vehicles, or 1.9. Trucks all over the place. Lots of vehicles on the lot. You can go out and pick one up. Jim Paul, Brett Paul, Valley Group of GM dealers, Apple Valley, my guys, and also the store in Hastings. I just want to, I might go out there just to see what a Hummer EV looks like. It's like you a, said, environmentally friendly and a Hummer. <laughs> yes, right. Two things you never thought would go together. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Anyway, that's the place to go. Let's talk about Gopher basketball because that was a, the the second biggest comeback, I believe, in the history of Hawkeye men's basketball took really? place yesterday. Yes. Really? Second well, biggest it, comeback. Was it 22 they were down? or 20? 21 or 22. 21. Yeah. Wow. Well, first of all, I, I watched the whole thing. Uh, and uh, the first half, yes, they played great, but they were bombing threes. You know, when you're making all your threes, you can look pretty damn good, right? You can, then the other team's struggling, and they were, they were tough inside too, and, you know, rebounding well and doing all that stuff. But uh, Braden Carrington was terrific. He made four threes in the first half, I think. They went, what they make eight, something like that? They were all just throwing them in. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, then the second half starts and Garcia goes away. Uh, boy, I hope, I hope he had a fairly serious injury. I'd hate to, I, I hate to find out it was a sprained toe or something. Cause, uh, you know, he, he sat there the whole second half when the game was still being decided. And, uh, I don't know. It looked like, Somebody thought it was his wrist. Uh, somebody was watching it, thought it was his wrist, and then somebody else thought hamstring. But looked, you know, it looked in TV like he got hit in the, uh, you know, hit in the groin. Ooh, okay. But uh, he sat there. I, I got a question. How come this Ola Joseph doesn't play anymore? I mean, how come he plays eight that's minutes? Pretty, I don't know. That's a mystery to me. I mean, they like Parker Fox better than him. Okay, 
Parker Fox could give you energy and all that stuff. Right. But that Freeman guy could he couldn't he could pick Parker Fox up and throw him through the basket. He could you know he hadn't he could not do anything. You know he outweighs him by a hundred pounds. And uh, Parker Fox made some dumb plays too. And uh, they they just all of a sudden did what. Eight nine minutes to go. They're up five or six now, and it's close. They can't make a shot, and he and Hawkins like had a mental breakdown. He just went crazy. He was dribbling all over the place and had no idea what he was doing. And uh, and uh, it was it was brutal. It was, yeah, it was uh, tough to watch. They they weren't making any shots, but they they lost all their inside game. And Pharrell Payne, I like him a lot, but here's I don't mind him getting. <laughs> Fouls when he mugs guys, you know, when he beating them up inside. But he got about, you know, he had all this foul trouble. But two of them are just reaching, you know, just dumb reaches after after guys have beaten them already on a play. And uh, you know, the fouls were really distorted. But when you play the whole second half just throwing up rocks from outside, and you're not going to get any, they're not going to bail you out with a call because you missed a three pointer for God's sake. So everybody was, the fouls were 10 to two for at one point in the second half. Well, they should have been. Iowa was taking it inside and the Gophers were throwing up bricks and throwing the ball away. And uh, it was brutal. What a bad loss for, because uh, it, it would have been such a good win. That's it's such a bad loss because it would have been such a good win. for goodness. Yeah. Well, and when yeah. you're up by 21, you should win the game. Dawson yeah. Garcia, lower body. We, we've gone hockey. We've gone hockey, lower body. According man. to Marcus's game story in the Star Tribune, lower body. So you might be um, right. He might have got hit in a very sensitive area. Well, he did, but then it must have been more than that because, you know, if you get hit in a sensitive area, you can put a little, go in there and put a little ice on it, and five minutes later you can be on the court, right? Yeah, one would think. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, that's him sitting – Gave them no, because Payne had foul trouble. Joseph, they don't, all of Joseph, they don't play. I don't know what that's about. And Parker Fox couldn't play against the big guy. And Dawson Garcia just sat there and watched. So uh, it, it, it better be a serious, it better be a hammy or something like that. I'm sure it had to be. I mean, it's not to. Right. You don't you don't sit there and let that lead. You don't sit there and let a little 20-point lead go away because you're not hurt. He's obviously hurt. Right. I just don't know what it was, but yeah, it was a, the, the thing now is you go to Purdue, you know, sit everybody down lose by 25, who cares? And then, uh, then you gotta, but the long-term effect of this loss will be interesting. You could, they have, they have four road games after Purdue is the first of four road games, I think. And uh, the, not, not in a row, but they're at Nebraska. They're at, Penn State and they're at Northwestern. None of those will be easy on the road. No. And then they get to get some home games that are winnable. But uh, I this the one last night is or yesterday afternoon that puts you in good shape for the NCAA, man. That puts you. Oh hell yeah! I mean, it's uh, you're 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 seven and five. You're uh, fourth in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're you're looking at a you know, chance to win four or five more games, and then boy. Awful. How about Iowa, though? Apparently, they were all depressed because Caitlin got beat at Nebraska earlier in the day. At the yes. end, they blew a big lead. Yeah, the coach flipped but, out. 
but it looked like oh she flipped out she thought she, the refs she no she uh there there was a mix-up in the press conferences post game and she can be heard screaming as as a nebraska kid is at the podium talking you get coach Lisa, she's going this is a bunch of bs these are that's not big 10 protocol and you, she, you oh. can hear her screaming she wanted to go in and do the first press conference. Yeah, because you're yeah. supposed to, to to go first, but they delayed it. Like I don't know mm-hmm. what what the the Hawkeyes did, so the Cornhuskers just went, and she melted uh, down about it. Oh really? Well, yeah. she can. Uh, she's a bad loser. I've yeah. uh, you know she is a bad loser, but there looked like there were about eight thousand people in Iowa. You They're know? not drawing men. Yeah. The men don't draw. The it's a big problem down draw. there, and the women. It's packed. You can't it's get in. Out. It's unbelievable. It's like going to a Taylor like, Swift show. Yeah. When did you think that, uh, did you, you, I mean, even three, four years ago, you could never imagine this as a, no. as a reality. I'm it's watching a, that, that game in the first half and thinking, Fran's done. Like, yeah, this might be it for Fran. Yeah, because they aren't very good. I mean, that Freeman kid's good. He's a beast. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. They, yeah, man. Yeah, Ben is Ben. All those people. It, it it's funny though. I love reading Go for All because hey, what do you guys think of Ben now? And it's all fire Ben. Get rid of Ben. This was Ben's fault. There's some yeah. victory laps going on that are very premature. Yeah. Yes, they they were to say the least. So anyway, one uh, one. So what was I going uh, to? Our Wolfies and the Clippers. Playing for first place tonight, right? Yeah. The Clippers have stormed back. Ten thirty your time. Ten. Don't know if you can stay up. Wonder if it's on TV here. I don't. Is it a national game? I don't know. I, it need, is. I need it on national game or not. If it's not a national game, I I can't get it down here. So, but uh, they, uh, you know, they uh, those the Clippers. It's that talent. They. Uh, they have has decided to play together since Harden got there, which is really amazing to me. What yeah. do What do you think their luxury tax is with uh, Steve Ballmer? With those three guys, Steve Ballmer doesn't, doesn't care. He, doesn't he could care. buy Los Angeles. You got Harden, and you got George, who's way overpaid, even though they put him on the yeah. All Star game. And then you got the best player of them all if he's playing. One of the rare times he's playing, Kawhi. I mean, they got. They got players, man. Now, what, when are they going to move out towards the Rams Stadium? I don't know, but they're building a built, building right? out in yeah. uh, Inglewood. Right? It's going to make the make the one downtown look like nothing. If he's, you know, Ballmer's going to spend as much money as the other the Crocky. He's going to be out there next to Crocky, right? Yeah, right by the airport. Yeah, so uh, they're going to have like the two exotic arenas of all time. Uh, out there for the Clippers, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting when a multi-billionaire gets his hands on us. You know, I mean, I got a guy with so many billions, he doesn't know what yeah. to do with. They're kind of gravitating to that league too. They like like the NBA. Glenn, Glenn's selling his team cheap to A Rod. Oh uh, God, that's the incredible thing. One point five. The Sun sold immediately after that for way more, and that guy wrote a check. Yeah, bought the team instantly, and the Bucks sold for three and a half, Mm -hmm. right? Three and a half billion in Milwaukee with a better arena than we got, but not a great one. Not a not a Pfizer is an okay arena, but uh, not a great one. So, 
You'll, Anywho. you'll be glad to know, Patrick, though, that PJ Fleck has assured us oh, on Twitter yes. he's in Mexico with the wife on a honeymoon, but he's not going to take the UCLA job. Uh, and guess what? This is a better job than UCLA. I mean, a guy gets up and leaves for a uh, I know. an assistant coaching job. I was looking at it. They got yes. their NIL money is terrible. And here's the other thing about PJ going to UCLA. They got a, he's got a $7 million buyout and UCLA's athletic department is like 50, 60 million underwater. They're losing, you know, they're, they're way in debt, their athletic department. And they don't have the, out there in LA, they, you know, Southern Cal has the, is the end of, is the private school and they got the big boosters and stuff. Yep. UCLA doesn't, UCLA basketball doesn't have an NIL, hardly any NIL money. So uh, who's going to pay the seven? You think, you think PJ's going to go someplace where they're not going to pay his buyout? Well, and why, so why, why would they, you know, they're, why did this come up though? That that's no, what I don't get. His Look, agent had it, to call. It's not his, a good job. You're right. His agent, his agent had to get the you get get Murphy or somebody to say, hey, you know, PJ's a big uh, is a big. If you're coil, I'd say fine. Work it out yourself. Wasn't if you want to leave. Wasn't the rumor that uh, somebody started the rumor that the UCLA AD flew to Mexico to see uh, PJ or something? I I saw that. I, think I just so don't understand it. it, but but you know what? Chip Kelly taking the offensive coordinator wow. job at Ohio State, and Kelly. and the Boston College coach leaving Boston College to become the Packers DC. Yeah. This is how much trouble the majority of college football is in. Yes, now. yes, yeah, yes, it is. That's true. I mean, UCLA is coming in the Big Ten. They don't have the money to compete. They're going to get Big Ten teams. They got to wait a certain number of years to get. They're by far the weakest of those four teams coming in from the. West Coast, they just wanted to have two from L.A. when they wanted Southern Cal. But, uh, yeah, this is not the UCLA of our youth, you know, where uh, this is, you know. I mean, you watched – I watched a basketball game about a month ago. I happened upon it, and Walt was doing a game. And Pauley Pavilion was, like, half empty. And he was just ridiculing the, the fans. He was ridiculing the team. He was talking about <laughs> what a terrible – you know. Just doing his freelance, <laughs> saying anything, just saying what a horrible situation it was, and uh, you know it's it, and uh, uh, so yeah. It, but that you know damn well, Coyle after he got his three hundred and fifty thousand a year or whatever, he's gonna turn around and give him another half million after 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 he went three and six in the worst division in the Big Ten history. Yeah, yep. it's a joke. It's a joke, but. It's also, you know, it's got to be him saying, uh, I, these people don't appreciate me properly because they got, gave me a lot of criticism after this year when I went on Gopher Hole and other places, when Heather went on Gopher Hole and saw him getting criticized. So he had to, he had to come up with some strategy to be, uh, to be wanted and loved again. So uh, this this is this is all of a sudden he it's going to be he turned down UCLA. It was it's not going to be he yeah. was rumored to go to UCLA. It's, he he loves Minnesota so much he turned down UCLA. So 
it, it's always felt, you know, relatively hopeless. But my thing now is it is hopeless. Like yeah. how, how many jobs in college football now are really geared towards you can win and win a lot? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I mean, you're right. You have no money. Yeah. When Nick Saban gets frustrated because George is stealing his players, you know. Yes. Going on. When Nick Saban Nick, walks away and says, screw it, I'm done. Nick's way, Nick you're Saban right. walks away from $12 million a year or something like that. You're right. Yeah, it's uh, it's a mess. and uh, But, uh, yeah, PJ, oh, we're so lucky. I, I know somebody's going to. We're gonna. That's gonna become the lingo, though. We turn down UCLA job. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a column. That's a. I could see that column on the Saturday morning. UCLA comes here. I just I just want you UCLA players to know he didn't want to have anything to do with you, this coach. He turned down the job here in Minnesota. Oh, you know, it was one of my favorite columns ever when uh, when <laughs> Brewster was uh, seven and one. And he beat Illinois because Illinois chose him as chose the Gophers as their opponent for homecoming. Remember what an offensive oh, yeah. they offended us. So Northwestern was coming here and I looked it up. And the last 15 times that the Gophers had played Northwestern in either late September or October, they were the homecoming opponent. So I, so I wrote a column about it. Now there's somebody, this is a team that should be offended by nobody thinking they're, uh, you know, they're, they're any good. The Gophers, uh, the Gophers always pick them and Northwestern won that game. And he ended up, he didn't win another one that year. Remember they lost their last four. Oh, yeah. Iowa beat them by a hundred in the last game of the season. So, oh yeah, I remember it well. I, All right, I, son. I didn't get enough credit yep. for that. I didn't get enough credit for that uh, for creating the momentum for. Uh, and you often for, don't still. I know. I On know. X, you don't get enough credit because <laughs> no. you try and be subtle, and no one gets yes, it. Yes, yeah, it's it's tough. It's I mean, you tried to write a whole column subtly ripping Cheryl Reed. Cheryl you got a bunch Reed. of notes about how yeah, you finally had found God. Everybody said, yes, Cheryl. Uh, Roycey's, uh, Roycey, like, he gets it now. Yeah, all right. All right, gentlemen. I all right, we'll talk, talk to you, you tomorrow morning. You will indeed. Enjoy Florida. See you, Patrick.